from the Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Food Studios in Austin, Texas. This is Buy or Sell with Jeff Ward and Cedric Golden. All right, here's the way this works. Uh, he and Cedric Golden, a famous writer for the Austin American Statesman. This is not about flipping houses or crypto. This is buy or sell. That means there's a statement made, and then you agree or disagree. We agree or disagree, and then back it up, hopefully. That's pretty much the way it works. Buy or sell. Texas A&M got it right with Mike Elko. Buy or sell. I'm buying. I know it's not oh, a sexy name, and but Mike Elko was the guy they should have hired. It's not. It's not the time to be overpaying again for for a splash name, uh, on, only to see that person crash and burn in College Station. Mike Elko was the defensive coordinator for four seasons at A and M. He knows those Aggie streets. He knows the culture there. He knows the customs. He's a tough guy, and he's going to make a good offensive hire to get that offense going. Um, he's an SEC guy, so he knows what he's doing, and he turned Duke around. I know he's not Lane Kiffin, but Lane Kiffin was never coming from Ole Miss. Uh, Kyle Winningham was never coming from Utah. Uh, tractor Trailer in UTSA, uh, I don't think that he, that he was a big enough name, as it turns out, even though I, I would have liked that hire as well. So uh, it's a sensible hire. It's not a... It's not one of those that's going to get the mainstream attention. It kind of reminds me of the Steve Sarkeesian hire at Texas, a guy who's done it, um, who's been a better assistant and a better head coach, a guy with some upside. I like the hire of Mike Elko at AM. I'm buying. I'm selling. My gosh. Only thing that makes me laugh is they got a guy that an Ivy League guy. That makes me laugh. Um yeah, I, I mean, I hope it works uh, because the world is a better place when A&M and Texas are good. But it, uh, I, I sell for a number of reasons. One, you got a guy that went seven and four at Duke. Uh, I, you know, I granted that's a turnaround, but he, here's what I don't think people. Here's where I think they were stuck, um, and this is a little embarrassing for A&M that this is the best they could do. Betting on a guy coming from a low-level program or mid-level program is going to make you win if you're a football factory like A&M is the streets are littered with it not working. I give you Tom Herman. I give you Charlie Strong. I give you countless hires of these guys that you do a good job at a, at a Louisville or a Houston or a Duke or wherever – and then for some reason, it doesn't work at a, at a giant football factory. The reason is the job description and the skill set are different. When you, when you coach at Duke, you just coach football and grind to win. When you coach at A&M, you kiss ass the whole time. You coach at Texas, you kiss ass the whole time. So I, 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 think, it's, I think it's a guess. I, I don't think it's a slam dunk because you don't know that the person that coaches at Duke can handle the job description at A&M. You're no longer a coordinator. You're not wearing a headset and hiding behind uh, drawing up plays. Now you're out there sucking up to rich guys who give you money. The upside is it's about cash, and they'll outspend everyone else. So he's going to get good players. They already have a pretty good roster, I think. So I don't think it's that hard. But I, I, I don't, I don't think it. I don't think it's an absolute. And I think they desperately needed an absolute. And to say they're not paying him much, they're giving him forty-two million. I don't know where this money keeps coming from. What's going on in Oil Caldwell? Oil and gas, baby. Oil and gas. My God, I mean, my God, look at Caldwell. So 
I, I don't know. I think it's kind of a buzzkill. I hope it works for the guy because I hope a, an Ivy League guy <laughs> can succeed at A&M. That makes me laugh. But I, I don't think it's a slam dunk. Buy or sell. The Texans and Jags and Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Stroud will be the NFL's best rivalry within two years. Buy or sell. Sell, sell, what? sell. That's not a sexy rivalry. Oh, my God. That's, they're not big enough. The AFC South isn't sexy enough. For us to be speaking in those terms, uh, quit. I mean, they're not Peyton Manning and Tom Brady at the beginning of their careers. You want a you want a rivalry? Let's go with Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. Those teams actually hate each other, and those and those quarterbacks are young. Dak just turned thirty, uh, and and Jalen Hurts is like twenty five. That's a sexy rivalry. Whenever the the Chargers get get a decent head coach. Let's talk about James, uh, Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. That's a rivalry to watch. When Joe Burrow comes back from the wrist, how about Lamar Jackson versus Joe Burrow? Those, those, those are the kind of guys. Uh, those are Super Bowl type contender rivalries. The Texans are a great story. Uh, I, I've already lost money on them with my futures bet. Great story. D'Amico Ryan's a great coach. But if we're trying to turn Trevor and CJ into this great rivalry in the next two years, I'm selling. Maybe in the next eight, but not in the next two. There's too many other good rivalries out there that I'd rather see. So I'm going to sell. I know what a buzzkill that is. My gosh. Um, you know I'm right, Jeff Ward. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of buying. I, You know, I don't know. Until I watched that game on Sunday and how it unfolded and how good both of those teams are, I don't think they're – I don't think this is a fluke at all. I really don't. I think these are these are now pretty solid rosters that are pretty good on both sides of the ball. And I like that game. I like that game between the Jags and the Texans more than I thought. And that game I did game. I did think had some sex appeal. Um I think Trevor Lawrence and the Jags defense is now legit. I think he is going to work his way up to the upper echelon and quarterbacks. And I think C.J. Stroud is already there. The only thing he did wrong on Sunday was he took a couple of sacks when he shouldn't have. But, you know, that's because the guy's just trying to make plays. I, I like it. I, th- I think these two teams, I think there's more upside to these two rosters on both sides of the ball, not just the two quarterbacks, than there is in much of the AFC. I think the AFC is getting, if you watch the Chiefs, they're quickly getting dismantled as a roster. It's naturally going to happen. These two rosters are just going to grow. So I buy. I really do. I buy I buy both of those guys, and I buy both of these teams. I mean, the, the Texans are one turn of the ball, okay, from beating Jacksonville. Twice. Twice. Um, and that's because their quarterback got him down the field. So, I, I think you're being Scrooge. I like him. <laughs> I do. I I just I think there's more. I think there's far more growth potential with these two teams than there is with Cincinnati, than there even was with Kansas City. Those are two franchises going to be carried only by quarterbacks, one of whom is already hurt all the time. These two teams, there's a lot around these guys. That's all the Texans need to do is find C.J. Stroud some more players. What happens when Jacksonville moves to London? Well, it's going to be, you know, it's London v. Houston. And then, uh, you know, the Texans are going to move to Frankfurt. So it's all going to work out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right? Now we're talking. Somebody's going to Frankfurt and somebody's going to London. 
We know that. It's Jacksonville. They go every year. I know. Buy or sell. All right, Bill Belichick is the next NFL coach to get whacked. Buy or sell. Oh, man, there's no way I sell that. The Bill Belichick, uh, you that's like firing Jack Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> he built that thing. You can't. You can't whack <laughs> Belichick. Besides, there's so many horrible, horrible coaches out there just waiting to get whacked. What about Riverboat Ron with the Washington Commanders? I, 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 don't, know, he, I don't know how, yeah. yeah. How's he still working? How's know. he still have a job? What about that idiot Brandon Staley with the Chargers? How's he still working? And I hate that Matt Eberflus, uh, Eberflus with the with the Bears is in a rough situation. Um, I just, yeah, I just don't see where Bell's after all of those Super Bowls um, gets whacked. He'll walk away, uh, but he won't get whacked. I don't. I just don't think that Robert Kraft has the stones. The pink slip, the man that has made you billions of dollars in NFL money and revenue, uh, along with Tom Brady. So uh, I hate what the Patriots are looking like this year. That quarterback, Mac Mac Jones, is a nightmare. And uh, it's the worst Belichick team in decades. Uh, But um, he ain't getting whacked before those other guys. Yeah, they suck, and they're just going to get worse, and it gets uglier every week. And if his name wasn't Belichick, I think he would get whacked. But, nah, I'm selling that, too. You can't – he walks away. I don't think he's the coach of the Patriots next year, nor should he be. Uh, I don't know what you do with that team. It just needs – it needs to be completely – it needs to be Irwin-centered. It just needs to be destroyed, and then they need to go to Frankfurt, honestly – so wow. I'm, with you. I'm selling that. He doesn't get whacked. I, I have no idea how Ron Rivera didn't get fired the other day. I have no idea. Like, I don't even understand that. He's got photos of that new owner. He's got something's going on there. I, I don't know. He's got like some software development thing that he's selling to somebody, but they suck. He was dead man walking. Brandon Staley's dead man walking. There's probably a couple of others that are dead man walking. And I do think Belichick is dead man walking in more ways than one. I just don't think he'll get fired this year because you just have to tell him, look, old man, how do you want to how do you want to end this? Because you're gonna we're gonna end it. So he uh, Give him two give him two percent ownership. Bump him up. See, Belichick you, wants to coach though. He's not a yeah. he's not a front office type. No. He wants to coach. So I think he could end up coaching the Bears or he won't coach Washington. That facility is just all yeah. horrific. He uh, maybe coach the the Chargers. That would be a fit for him. You agree? He's not coaching the Patriots next year. No, he's done. No, he's not coming back to that. No, I mean he's too old to be trying to resurrect something that's that we know is in the past. He needs to he needs to change his groove and and go coach in a warm weather climate and uh, that's good for his joints. And go find a place that has a good quarterback, like like the Chargers, for instance. Yeah, um, I'm worried that the old man is not going to get a gig next year, and he's not going to get that record. Um, he's going to take his shopping cart and his cardboard box and just sit on the corner somewhere because he looks like hell. I mean, look, the guy looks like his clothes somehow are getting worse. There's no way they are. That shirt's getting worse. It's fading every single week. buy or sell the dallas cowboys will be the nfc's number two seed buy or sell 
worst question ever. <laughs> so, worst question ever. Oh no, no. Just a just an awful, awful, no. awful question. Um, they're 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 not going to be the number two seed because they're not going to win the NFC East. They just aren't. And if here's the thing, if the Eagles had not kicked the 59 yard field goal in a monsoon, I don't know how that team figures out a way to win every week, but they do. That would have been their second loss. And then maybe just maybe the kind of that door opens up a little bit to the Cowboys. But the Cowboys have a rough, rough slate. And I don't have their schedule in front of me, but I know they play Seattle Thursday, and then I know they get um some in whatever order. They got Philly, they got Detroit, they got Buffalo, and then they got I think Miami. Yep. So that that is the second hardest schedule remaining in all of football. And so I don't think that they are are going to be able to navigate that gauntlet and 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 you know, you because you're basically saying they're going to go what? They're going to run the table and Philly's got to lose a game to Dallas. So, yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. You're saying Philly's got to lose two games. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't see them being the number two seed. They're going to be the best of the wild cards. They're going to end up going to the a- NFC South winner, and they're going to beat the crap out of the Falcons or the Saints, whoever wins that division. And um, and then and then they probably get to go to Detroit, and I like them in that game too. So the Cowboys are going to be fine. They're just not going to be the number two seed in the NFC. I mean, I know we smoked crack on here a few weeks ago. Uh, figuratively speaking, but I'm I'm not ready to to go to heroin and put the Cowboys at the number two seed. That's not happening. It's still just crack. I mean, you you've now accepted that that it's just it's pretty good crack. You've you've come around since uh, August. It's the crack is the Cowboys crack isn't all that bad. So, Nate, no, name right now, no. right now, name the four best teams in the entire NFL. Go, Philadelphia. Dallas, uh, San, Francisco, San Francisco, and Baltimore, right? And Baltimore, yes. Okay. And those are the four. Okay. Yes. So four. I, I'm, I, I probably wouldn't put money down on this, but I'll, I'll buy it. And here's how and why. First of all, you know who plays this coming Sunday? That would be San Francisco and Philadelphia. Big one. Yep. Huge for Dallas. I mean, this, this starts to open. The Dallas door. This is why it's crack and not heroin still right now. I may soon be heroin after Sunday, but we'll see. So let's just say, I don't think it's a stretch to say Philadelphia is a little tired and spent. I mean, they have been working really hard. They're they're blasting 59-yard field goals to get to overtime. I mean, they, they, are, they are really working hard. So let's say San Francisco beats them. Then Dallas gets them at home. Nobody's beating Dallas at home right now. You agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants any part of Dallas at home, obviously, right now. So then all of a sudden you got San Francisco beats Philly, Dallas beats Philly, and now it's game on. Now, I know and Dallas know has Buffalo's a tough – not that good. Okay. No da- Buffalo is beatable okay. this year. Dallas has a tough stretch, sort of. And here's why it's sort of. By the time that Dallas gets Buffalo, Buffalo's finished. They got nothing to play for. So they they mail it in. Because they, they spent everything trying to win a must-win game in Philly. They lose. The guts have been ripped out of them. Detroit, I think, has been exposed. 
Miami, by that time, one, Miami doesn't beat anybody any good, and by that time, it doesn't really matter that much. So Dallas is getting these good teams, what we thought were good teams, at a time in which these teams are either out of it or have already are on cruise control. There. That's well, they're how- playing at Buffalo, Jeff, and that might be that might be Alaska in three weeks. I know. But Buffalo, I mean, you know, OJ will be there. They're not going to care. They're done. They're going to be making snow angels. That's how Dallas has a chance to get a two seed. They do. I only, I would, again, I wouldn't bet on it, but there's enough quirky stuff going on, including Philadelphia and, and San Francisco playing this weekend. If Philadelphia beats San Francisco, then forget it. Yeah, we go, we go straight. I'm not going to heroin. You're right. We got the crack pipe, and that we'll just stay with that. But if, if San Francisco beats Philadelphia, and I think they might, just because of law of averages. Mm-hmm. I think the door starts to open up for Dallas. It's just kind of amazing to hear us talking in terms of Dallas rolling through December with no problems. When's the last time that happened? That's been a minute. I know. It's I, I hear you. I, I it's it's awkward to say it. It's just that it's setting itself up in a weird way. Cause that Buffalo game that two weeks ago, you and I would say, Oh, look out, man. Now they're they're almost done. And McDermott, I didn't mention him. He he's going to get whacked. If he's going to get whacked. Dallas beats them whacked. in the snow, in front of OJ. He might get fired. OJ might fire him, and kill him. <laughs> OJ doesn't fire. He he, he slashes. Right. He, he just stabs. They're tackling. Buy or sell. All right, final buy or sell. Texas sneaks into the college football playoff. Buy or sell. Oh, my goodness. Um, man, I'm on a buy, but I'm speaking with my travel agent's heart wow. and not with a gun wow. to my <laughs> I don't want to go back to San Antonio. And so I'm buying because here's the thing. Florida State's only a two-point favorite to beat uh, Louisville. And Florida State lost its quarterback, Jordan Travis, to a horrific leg injury two weeks ago. And so it seems to me that if Florida state loses, I don't think the committee will jump uh, Texas with Oregon because Oregon, unless Oregon beat Washington. And that's the question. That's the question. I think Texas, if they blow away Oklahoma state, which is not impressive, but they still blow them away and they walk in there with a 12 and one, record and the best road win in all of college football all year a 10 point win in tuscaloosa alabama you're telling me that they're going to deny the longhorns i know there are what four or five 11 and 0 teams right now but we know that georgia's playing alabama uh there's a big chance that alabama could win that game i think that longhorns hopes will hinge on florida state v Louisville. I like Texas to sneak in there and get that number four spot. So I am buying. I'm selling, and that was crack. Okay, that was crack. <laughs> okay, wait a second. All right, I get I get the Louisville thing. Okay, I, I Louisville, Florida State thing. That's fair. I mean, they're two. I think they're. You're right. I think they're two and a half point favorites. Okay, but hang on. That would mean. Alabama would be Georgia, right? That's your that's your theory here. 
yet. Okay. Well, I don't. I, if Alabama beats Georgia, that then then I think all bets might be off because tech because that's the bit that would become the biggest. Right. Win I mean that that here. would mean the SEC would get shut out. And there's there's like war if that happens. So the entire South just uh, I mean look out. That would be awesome just to see it. Yeah, happen. I mean there'd be muskets and everything. I, I wow. <laughs> or you're saying Alabama or or say the SEC gets someone in, the Big Ten gets somebody in. We agree with that. You're telling me that Washington beats Oregon and undefeated Washington, who will have beaten four ranked teams, would not get in, and Texas would. No, I was saying Oregon was going to be Washington. Okay, Oregon beats Washington. They're nine. I think Oregon's actually a t- more than a touchdown favorite. Okay, Oregon beats Washington. Texas. Nine and a half. Te- okay, favorite. Texas beats Cream Puff Oklahoma State with a MAGA hat coach, and then somehow Texas jumps Oregon. Louisville beats Florida State. All right, Florida State's out. So that gives you SEC is in one of the two. Right, Big Ten is in one of the two, and. And Texas gets in over Pac-12, or Pac-12 gets in. Are you saying we've run out of spots here? We've run out of spots, and that's why I said I'm speaking with my travel agent hard. Okay, Jeff. I'm not I just done in my head. Um, I'm not. I'm not in a sports book right now. I got it. Saying those things, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So no, I mean, I. Uh, wow. One loss, Gun- Texas. One loss, Texas. Jumps. One loss, Oregon. And gets in. Yeah, and Washington right now is number is Washington number four. Yeah, or five. Well, they they have, they have to lose, and I mean I I think Oregon does beat them. I I don't disagree with that. Um, okay, so that means that Florida State would be booted out, obviously, and then Texas would jump Oregon, and Phil Knight's pissed. And Phil Knight's pissed, but the 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 realist what the realistic part of it is, the Longhorns are probably, yeah. And now I'm speaking with my sports writers, sports columnist heart, credibility heart. They're probably looking at doubt, a Cotton Bowl bid yeah. here, which is not bad at yeah. all. Twenty years since they played in the Cotton Bowl, so um, they're probably looking at that. A lot will have to happen for the Longhorns. To go from seven to four, that's a massive jump. I think if I'm Texas, I want Georgia to beat Alabama. Yeah, we don't want Alabama jumping anyone. If 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 we're speaking in in uh, practical terms, but, but if, if Alabama to were to beat Georgia, and I, I mean, I I don't think it's that outrageous just because of law of averages. I think Georgia's do they should have lost to Ohio State last year. To be honest, Ohio State had them. People forget that oh, all yeah. the time when they talk about how great Georgia is. But so law of averages catches up with Georgia and Saban catches fire and they beat them. I, I get that. I do think Texas is a right to be furious if they don't get in. I mean, I, I mean they're going to stand there and say, with good reason, wait a second, we beat you by double digits in your own place. Do you think, Jeff, if Alabama beats Georgia, that Georgia falls out altogether? Or is there a chance that Georgia just slides to four? Oof. They haven't played anybody, so I don't. I don't think it's right that they would still get in with one loss. I really don't. I don't it see the, uh, the SEC could not. Two, the SEC could not get shut out. I'm telling you, there would be ESPN war 
and like I said, muskets and everything. Uh, I, I think the greater scenario is Oregon gets screwed or Washington gets screwed. Somebody out there gets screwed. I think Washington's going to lose. I, uh, I think Washington, they've been playing with, yeah, but Washington State should have beat them last week. Yeah. Um, I think Washington's going to lose. They're going to be out. That's going to be a big boon for or- for um, Oregon. And then and then Louisville uh, will probably lose to Florida State. Okay, they just all, lost all, all goofball matchups aside, do you think that Texas is one of the four best teams? I, I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. But I do think they're one of the six best teams. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and there's not a lot. There's not a whole lot. They just they struggle against bad competition for most of the year. Yeah. I mean, you got Houston going in to try and tie it. It's Houston. They just whacked Dana. I mean, they, it's they Houston. Said uh, you Wyoming sticking around. I mean, there's just two. Kansas there's, State there's, should have beat them five different ways. Had their coach not gone yeah. psycho himself. They lose that game. So, yeah, you, you just got too many. Uh, you went, what, 29-26 against – was that was that the TCU one? Or, I mean – They got lucky to win there's, that. There's just too many – there were too many close calls to just say without a shadow of a doubt that they're one of the four best teams. I You say that, but then if they play any of the four best teams, with that with Texas's defense, they're in that game. They're in any of those games. Fair. They got a chance. Yeah. But their but their um their overall resume isn't great. Though Alabama win is is the biggest win in in, in a long time. Alabama, in this Alabama and Texas play next Saturday. Who wins that game today? Or on Saturday? I I take Alabama. That's a that is that is a toss up because the quarterback for Alabama is so much better than he was. Yeah. He played at Texas. Yeah, and the Texas secondary, I don't I wouldn't trust at all. They're banged up. They are banged up, and you they can be had on the back end. I don't think they'll have any problems this weekend because Alan Bowman is is got ten touchdowns and eleven picks. He ain't that guy. I'm not worried about Oklahoma State. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, I'm selling it, but I don't think it's that outrageous because of their name and their and their. I think I think I don't think the resume is that good. I don't think the Big Twelve is very good this year. I I just think the fact that Alabama's continue to win has made. Texas sexier and they're just a big name, so the Pac-12 better look out. I think they're the ones that could get screwed in all this. Um, people that don't Oklahoma, like them. That Oklahoma loss, them. man, is gonna gonna haunt the Longhorns for a long time. They win that game, and we're not having this conversation. No, no doubt. They're in the top four. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Otherwise, you're gonna end up in Dallas in the cold, watching a meaningless game. I bought some isotoners for Iowa State. I'm all good, dog. I'm all good. Isotoners. I haven't heard that in a while. Is that still Those a Dan thing? Marinos. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that was still a thing. All right, Seth, as always, good stuff. Good talking to you, man. All right, man. Later. Buy or sell.